Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower With Them podcast. And guys, I have a beautiful guest joining me today. Now, you may have already caught her on one of the live streams that we did recently together, but I'm so excited to introduce Isabella Prestia uh, to you guys today. She is a mindset and business coach who helps women in business build a bold personal brand and show up confidently using social media. So Isabella, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. I'm so excited to have you here today. So obviously I've given like the bio line of what it is you do, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. So my background is in marketing. So this is what I studied at uni and I've always had such a passion for branding and just really very, I'm very creative. So really creating a brand persona, personality, the mission statement, everything in between. And then coming onto that, I've always had such a personal passion and interest in mindset, in spirituality, in manifestation. And I've really just been working so hard behind the scenes whilst working full-time jobs in marketing to really combine my two passions together. And fast forward now, a couple of years later, I've now been able to go full-time in my business and use my marketing expertise to brand myself, but then also to teach other people. So like you shared in my bio line, I help a lot of clients with their marketing, with their branding, but then I can also really bring in a lot of my passions and interests with mindset and spirituality. So I've really combined the two passions together into one. It's been an ongoing dream of mine for years and years. I remember when I first thought of it, I thought, how on earth am I going to do this? It felt like a huge spider web of everything, but I just stayed so persistent and I just kept on working on it behind the scenes, you know, whilst working jobs and whilst at uni and whatnot and then yeah I'm at a point now where I'm really able to I've had so much experience in the marketing space through different jobs and then of course I've got a podcast as well as well and through my coaching and everything else like I've really just built up my skills and now I'm at a point now to yeah share it with everybody. I absolutely love that and you did mention as well that obviously spirituality and mindset are such a big thing for you and something that you really do aim to integrate into your business. So I'm curious to know, like, what role did your spirituality or your spiritual journey play in, uh, does, does it play in your business? Mm, yeah, this is a good question. I think we actually chatted about this in our live as well, about spirituality being such a hack when it comes to business. And I guess a bit of a backstory as well. I'm really passionate about meditation. I've been doing it consistently every day for over three years now. And I really just owe so much of my creative ideas and my self-discipline and my motivation and everything else to meditation. And then, of course, like from consistently meditating, you're going to start to see some pretty big effects in your life, like not only being super calm and centered, but also lots of confidence I found as well in myself. But coming onto that, it's just this real living in alignment and living in flow and just feeling very kind of like, um, I kind of sound a bit woo-woo here, but very 
guided and very supported no matter what. And I have taken a few risks in terms of I've left full-time jobs with having nothing else lined up, but it's because I just had this deep, deep gut feeling inside of me knowing that it was what I had to do. And I really owe my spiritual practice of meditation to really support me. And now it's just honestly guiding me so much. And as I know your podcast as well is all about alignment and I just truly feel like I'm in such an aligned place in my life. It just kind of keeps getting more and more aligned, which is like, it's epic to experience. And um, I know it's because I've just been so consistent with meditation and I'm very connected to my intuition and my high self, whatever you kind of want to call it. But yeah, I feel very supported and guided. Amazing. And I love how you mentioned at the start of all that as well, how you meditate daily. And it's something that has really helped you with your ability to create. And it's so funny because this morning I was scrolling on social media and then I came across something and it was explaining that like uh, to create uh, the definition or like what the word comes from is from uh, to make something out of nothing, essentially, like needing nothingness in order to create. And therefore, like we need to create that stillness. We need to have that space for meditation and to just be and to be in nothingness so that from that place of nothingness, we are then able to create something from that nothing. Um, so I thought that was really cool how you mentioned that there. And you did also obviously touch on the topic of alignment, which we did speak about in that live stream we did and something that we both literally preach all the time, right? Like we're very aligned in how we're both all about alignment in business, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, how do you keep yourself in alignment with your business? Mm. And um, if at any point you feel yourself drifting, how do you actually recognize when you're out of alignment? Mm. So staying in alignment, it truthfully is, I believe, caring for your mind, body, and soul. It's funny when you look at my Instagram or what I do, people always just think I just am absolutely flat out. I have no time to do anything because I'm very multi-passionate because I have so many different projects ongoing. And the truth is I create so much space in my life for myself. Like my morning routine is so sacred to me. I don't check my phone. I meditate. I go to the gym. I do all the things that fill my cup up that get me in this aligned state. So that is just like, it's honestly, like my main focus in my life is really caring for those three things my mind body and soul because that is how I feel the most aligned um and then also in terms of when I'm not in alignment so I experienced this so much when I was working these corporate jobs working for other people everything just felt very very hard when it shouldn't be and I understand we go through challenges it's a part of life so we can really appreciate the positives but it was a point where everything just felt stuck and I just it's like I was energetically stuck as well and things just felt like stupidly hard when they shouldn't be and I really I tapped in and I really realized it's because I wasn't in alignment it's like the universe was screaming at me to stop playing it small to stop being comfortable to stop staying in this little box and really just to break free and then coming back to what I shared at the start when I really started to take those bold steps, listen to my intuition, leave the jobs, go out on my own. I just felt so supported and I knew I was being, I knew I was in alignment because everything just started flowing. Everything started making sense. Looking back and being like, I was supposed to go through all those jobs and this and that because I could build up my skills and it was just all a part of the plan basically. But now I'm just, I know, I can now recognize what it feels like not to be in alignment, which is when it's really just rickety and it's like rocky waters when it shouldn't be. Mm, I love that. And I'm curious to know as well, like obviously you're big on the meditation side of things and you're also a meditation teacher. So what role has uh, meditation had on your ability to step in alignment in your life? So really just 
how you shared before, it's creating that space. And something I always, always say is meditation is the only practice that although it takes up some time, it gives you more time in return. It gives you more stillness. You can find so much strength in being in stillness. It gives me so many ideas. I always have a journal nearby when I meditate and I get so many episodes for podcast episodes, content, you know, business ideas, this, that, like just making sense of personal things, anything in between. It just gives me all of that space. And so by really honing in on my meditation it allows it to then ripple across into other areas of my life Mm. and so meditation for you then is this more Mm -hmm. of like the guided meditations or more just sitting in stillness and and silent meditating so I, I don't mind guided meditations. Um, the type of meditation I learned is called transcendental meditation, also known as TM. And this is where you are sitting in silence for 20 minutes. And you when you learn it, it's I did like maybe like a half day kind of training thing. And you go to this place and they really just teach you about the breathing practices and how to really cultivate this strength in stillness. Because when I first started it, it was the most confronting, uncomfortable thing, just really just sitting and just all your thoughts are racing past your mind. And if you've never meditated before, there's just so much clutter coming through and it was so hard to sit still for even five minutes and what they do is they give you a mantra and this is basically like it's like a word but it's not like an actual word in a dictionary if that kind of makes sense it's more like a sound yeah so they give you this and they say it's they both they supposedly say it's very sacred to each person so everybody's is kind of unique and um this is the sound that you repeat in your mind every time a thought comes so it's not so much focusing on breathing in for you know three four seconds breathing out for four seconds it's just letting the flow of your breath go naturally and whenever a thought comes in you just repeat this mantra in your mind and this is what I've been doing and I I love it so much because it really does give me this silence and this space and I remember learning it it was so hard to get to 20 minutes I did five minutes for a few weeks and 10 then 15 but meditation is just truthfully such a practice it's something you really build upon and if mm-hmm. I find I've gone you know, four or five days without doing it because, you know, no one's perfect. We don't do it every single day. I do find it so much harder to get back into it. But if I'm consistent with it, and this is what kind of motivates me to keep staying, like to keep staying consistent with it, because when I am, it just, it's so easy and 20 minutes just flies by. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just the most transformative thing. I just, I love it to pieces. (laughs) Yes. It sounds amazing. And I've definitely been trying to do silent meditations myself But I'm curious to know when you're doing this, let's say you are doing a 20 minute silent meditation, do you have some sort of a timer or like, how do you, what is the guide to be able to know when to start and stop? Because when I have tried, I have uh, like set a stopwatch to basically time me and see how long I can go. But then I find that that pulls me out of it because all I'm thinking about is, oh, have I done longer than yesterday? You know? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a big thing to kind of adjust to. And it's funny when they taught me, it's like this real kind of old school place. And they're like, oh, you just get your phone out, like your iPhone, and you just get the timer up. You don't put a stopwatch though, because you don't want a loud noise to wake you. But you just have a timer going and they're basically just like you just open one eye, you know, every now and then when you think you've gotten to 20 minutes. And, you know, it's I think that just kind of makes it modern as well like it doesn't have to be this like super like mm-hmm. Buddhism woo-woo type of thing and the truth is the more you do it you really just get to know when it's been 10 15 20 minutes your mm-hmm. body really like you know when you wake up the same time every day your body starts to do that naturally so it's like meditating I still use the timer every single day um mm-hmm. just as a guidance but yeah I always find myself you know opening one eye about the 19 18 minute mark like your body just knows um yeah. but it's so normal to think like shit you know am I almost there am I almost there but it's just a practice, really. 
Yes. And I guess my final question around this is uh, you mentioned that you like to use this space for the purpose of being able to find clarity and get creative and receive ideas and all of that. But if you're in the meditation and you're not meant to be thinking about other things, like is this something that comes after the meditation as a result of doing it rather than forcing it to come while sitting in that silence? Mm, Yeah, this is good. I was actually thinking about this not too long ago. So, you know, you do really want to try and think of nothing. We have thoughts that's, you know, you can't stop thoughts. It's more just whenever a thought comes, you observe it and you just try and gently to push it away. So I, I try not to think of these ideas while I'm meditating. And the reason that the thing that really pushes me to be like, no, just chill. Cause my mind is very, very active. It's, it's very like hyper. And when I first started learning, I thought, how on earth am I going to meditate? I can't sit still. My mind doesn't stop. I'm just a very hyper person, but it's really helped me just to like Zen and like really drop in. Um, but that being said, when I am creating this space and I'm really mindful to not get caught up in thoughts, it's like when I just create that really blank, beautiful, sacred space, as soon as I open my eyes, it's like everything just comes to me and everything just feels so crisp and clear. And then this is when the ideas come. So they don't, sometimes they come whilst I'm meditating, but it's really, I really create that motivation internally to be like, no, like just allow this time to be like, you've got, you know, 23 hours of the day to be like this. Just let's just silence it for 20 minutes. It's time to stop leaving sales to chance in your business and start implementing strategies that are proven to work. If this speaks to you, then I am here to offer you the solution that you have been waiting for. I am so excited to introduce to you guys the Social Selling Mini Series. This is a three-day social selling experience that will teach you how to stop leaving sales to chance and actually start making an income from your business. Now, this experience is for you if you struggle to make consistent sales in your online business, you don't know what to post, when to post, or how to post with intention, you feel really icky about selling online and talking about your offer, and you don't know what you're doing with your business social media strategy. The key to growing quickly in the entrepreneurial space is having the right strategies in place. So do you have a strategy that teaches you how to create clear branding and messaging, how to optimize your business profile, what content to post, and how to speak to the different types of buyers in your audience, and how to sell your services online. Now, if you're ready to start transforming your sales with strategies that are proven to work, then come and join me in the Social Selling Mini Series now, okay? This is a three-day experience that will be kicking off in July. So get yourself enrolled now and take advantage of the amazing offers that are running at the moment as well. I put a special link in the episode description of today's episode, which will give you guys an exclusive podcast listener discount on this opportunity. So go check it out. And I hope to see you guys joining me in the social selling mini series. Yes, I love this. Well, this has been super insightful, getting this little uh, take on meditation and how we can start using it more to our advantage. But I do want to transition the conversation more to be in alignment with something that you do specialize in, which is really exploring feminine energy in business relationships and life. So why don't you give us a little bit of insights into what this means? Oh, okay. This is, this is a broad topic. It's very juicy. It's something I've been so heavily interested in for probably about 
about a year now. So I do feel like I have, you know, a lot of personal experience as well with this. And I think this really complements as well the topic of alignment. When we think of entrepreneurship, we think 5am club, hustle work, like, you know, just work nonstop. And it's like, you know, there's so many coffees and just not being healthy and like everything else in between. And, you know, I think that definitely can serve its purpose, like give or take, you know, I think in very like small increments. However, when I learned more about feminine energy and really stepping into this, it really just yet again, rippled across into so many areas of my life. And what I've really learned is to run a business, you need to have this harmonious balance of feminine and masculine energy. So your masculine energy is, you know, your systems, your processes, your automations, your to-do lists, your, you know, CRMs, all that kind of technical stuff, right? And then having that set up can then support you to be in your feminine and you know being a woman we naturally are in this more so and whilst we can have these systems to support us we now feel you know very secure to step into this feminine and this feminine energy in business is all about receivership it's all about alignment basically it's all about free flowing and just being this magnet and I've really ever since as well stepping more into alignment the past six months since leaving my full-time job I've truthfully just witnessed I'm just such a magnet for opportunities I'm such a magnet for connections and this and that and it's because I'm really just like I'm just sinking into my feminine in like such a great way because I've built up these masculine structures you know long before I'm constantly building on them like we still always need to give them time but it's when you're sitting in this feminine you can just be this magnet for everything and it's like it's literally a vibe like it's so funny I get when people message me and they're just like it's just the vibe that you have like they're like I can't explain what it is I just love your Vibe. And I think that's like the best compliment to receive. It's it's truthfully about the energy you have. It's not about this appearance or this materialistic or clothes or hair or whatever it is. It's truthfully just the energy you embody. And that is something that cannot be replicated because that is that is your thing. You know, if people want to try and copy your content or your messaging or anything or your hair, your clothes, like that's not going to work. It, it's truthfully your vibe and like nobody can be you apart from you. So when we really step into ourselves and understand who we are, and this kind of comes back to why I'm so passionate about, you know, really tapping into your spirituality side and meditation, of course, as well. It's, you know, when we really start to know who we are, the future self we want to be, we're just, we're just in this aurora of energy, I want to say. And yeah, it can really just guide and support us. What would you say are some of the biggest challenges when it does come to actually trying to create that balance and step into, um, yeah, your feminine more in your business? What are the biggest challenges that you find people face or that you've faced in doing this? Mm. It's accepting that you need to have a balance of both. You go through ebbs and flows. You have shit days. You have great days. It's accepting that. And that was such a hard thing for me to really overcome. Like, I reckon it was while we're doing our live as well. That was maybe a month or so ago. And I was in such a different stage. I feel like I'm just really quantum leaping so rapidly, which is great. But back then, I remember I was, I think I even shared with you, like I was really struggling to be okay with the unknown, to be okay with the low points. Because some days I'm so high, I'm feeling amazing. Other days, I'm not super low, but I'm just very below average. And, you know, no one wants to feel like that. But then I realized it's a part of life. You know, it's accepting it. It's making peace with it. And it's something I'm really working working more mindfully towards and being like, of course, we all want life to be amazing. Who doesn't want an amazing life? But we're going to have shit days. We're going to have crappy days. We're going to have days where we're just not feeling our best. Mm -hmm. And it's just making peace with that and being like, that's okay. It's just a part of it. Just keep on moving. Just keep on moving. 
Mm, and it so is. It's uh, part of the whole duality of life, right? It's not even just in business. It's just mm. life. You're going to yeah. have the highs and then following the highs, there's going to be those lows. Yeah. I'm curious to know, though, how do you move yourself through those lower vibrational periods? Honestly, the old me would be to push it down, pretend it's not there, just cover it with positivity. The new, well, not the new me, the me now, I'm naturally a very optimistic person, but at the same time, I'm so passionate about feeling your feelings. And if something shitty happens, being like, this sucks, it straight up sucks and not trying to sugarcoat it, not trying to be like, oh, you know, I guess this is not too bad. Like if something bad happens to you, just accepting it and being like, it is what it is, honestly. And I think that helps so much with allowing the emotion to move through you. And that being said as well, really taking the time to let like emotions, emotions in energy, basically. I can't mm. explain it properly. But energy in motion. I, 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 I didn't say that right. So emotions are through you. So, you know, if you're feeling something bad or you read something and it makes your stomach drop or you get anxiety about the thought of something or someone or anything else in between, it's just emotion that is going through you. You just have to let it pass. Let it be. Come to terms with it. Think of, okay, what are some things that are going to help me? I like, I live in a household with four other people. So I'm like, okay, let me go talk to somebody. Like, let me just get my mind of things, changing my space, getting up, going for a walk, going outside, just doing some kind of movement to get this emotion out of me. But at the same time, not ignoring it because suppressing emotions is not cool. We really just need to, yeah, bring them to the surface, be like, hey, this sucks. Let's move forward. Mm. And that's the thing. If you suppress it, it's going to come up one way or another sooner or later. So it's better to sort of be in control of that an emotional uprising. Uh, But I'm curious to know, um, it can be obviously really challenging to actually move past an emotion. Like sometimes there's ones we can bring up, we can acknowledge it and it's easy to move forward from. But then other times this can be a lot more challenging. So are there any steps that you take in the process of actually doing this? Mm, so coming to terms like I just shared before I think as well figuring out what was your part in whatever the shitty thing happened so what role did you play what role did you play you know it takes two to tango whether it's a horrible thing or a minor thing um and then bringing that awareness to that so then you can I mean I'm I'm sure you can relate to this but you know I'm all about growth and forward momentum and being like okay if something really bad happened how can I not let history repeat itself like that is my biggest fear, just the same patterns happening again and again, because I used to be in cycles like this. I wasn't learning the lessons. So if we can really learn what role we played and maybe we actually didn't play anything wrong. Maybe we just got dealt a really bad card. Maybe we just dealt with somebody who just, I don't know, took it out on us for no reason whatsoever. But at the same time, just still looking at what role you played in the story seeing what lessons you can learn from it and just take the baby steps from there and just focusing on what is the one thing you can do right now, not when you need someone else to give you the permission or you need to wait for tomorrow or next week or until you get a certain thing, like what can you do right this second? Mm, I love that. And something that popped into my mind as you were talking about that, I, uh, I'm currently reading the book, The Success Principle. Okay. And uh, there was one of the principles and it was talking about taking responsibility of your life. And I think this also does come to play in this conversation, like around moving through emotions, like actually looking at the emotion and taking responsibility for the emotion and um, accepting like why it is there, why you are responsible for it being there. And then also 
allowing it to move forward in that sense. You know, you've gotten that acceptance uh, for why it exists and why you've created it and then understanding how you can sort of avoid that in future as well. I know that was uh, probably a bit mumbled in the explanation, but that was just something small that popped into my mind as you were sharing that also. Yeah, no, I love that so much. And I think that kind of comes full circle with the whole feminine energy we're chatting about. Like on reflection, I was a person who wasn't very in touch with my emotions. And I because I'd been hurt in the past, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to suppress. I'm not going to come to terms. I'm going to build up a shield and just keep moving forward. And that served me for not very long. And then I got to a point when I realized actually who I am at the core, like I'm a very emotional I'm a very feminine person I really love to be in that receivership Mm. energy that nurturing side of me and it wasn't until I really started to come to terms with what had happened and being like this actually just sucks I really was able to like strengthen this feminine energy so yeah kind of full circle there but it's exactly I really resonate with what you just shared I love that. So I'm really curious to know, what is it that your prior, I keep on saying that, hey, I'm really curious to know, but I am really curious curious. to know, what is it that you are prioritizing for yourself in your business and in your journey at this point in time? Oh, do I have to pick one thing? No, tell us all, like, this is just a conversation starter, hey? (laughs) Oh, honestly, um, Giving a lot of attention to my social life, I've realized is so beneficial, really making time in my schedule. I call it, you know, what are you going to do for play? Like what is seeing friends, doing this, doing that, something that isn't work. I've realized that that serves you so much in success, in obviously your well-being, but also, you know, I'm such a big manifester. And I've realized when manifestations have come into my life so quickly, it's because I've been making the space to have fun, to let my hair down, to not get so caught up into work. So really making an effort and maybe not every day I can do this but I just I realized so much if I've spent two days straight and I haven't seen any friends I'm a very social person if I haven't gone out I get really kind of like cabin fever and I just don't feel my best self so really making space for that is number one Um, honestly I like to make kind of goals in all areas of my life so I'm really making a focus to really strengthen my money mindset. This has been such a huge challenge, like to be very real here in owning a business. Like, you know, you're not used to setting your own prices, talking about money, sales calls, this, that. It's such a foreign thing if you've never done it before. So, Mm -hmm. you know, on like coming onto this, I realized I did have a lot of money blocks that I didn't even know existed. So I made that such a conscious effort to, you know, read money books and podcasts and really start to shift what my limiting beliefs are and work through them. And like, to be honest, it has been very challenging for me, but I'm really starting to see now the effects like come into my life. Like I'm really starting to see it manifest, which is so rewarding to see like your hard work pay off. Um, Mm. I actually have a whiteboard next to me with like things I want to do. So this is like, I'm looking at this for reference. Um, also just, yeah, in terms of business, oh my gosh, so many things. I feel like I'm always kind of coming up with new projects, new ideas, but what I've realized is, which I'm sure you can resonate as well, like being a business owner, you don't have a boss to tell you what to do. You don't have a boss to tell you when to get it done. So, you know, me being me, like very creative and very like free flowing, like I had these ideas and I do it half, but then I don't always complete it. So I'm making it such an Mm -hmm. effort to really get, like sit myself down and be like, okay, Isabel, like this is the plan. You want to launch this date. Let's reverse engineer and actually do what you say you want to do. I realize self-discipline is everything. And like, it's, it's such 
it's things that can just be so overlooked. But if we just do the things we say we're going to do, it can be as simple as one more rep at the gym. Let's go for a walk because you said you're going to do. I'm going to see my friend at this time because I said I was. These little things, like they just make, they literally tell our story. And the more we push them back, like for example, at the gym this morning, I thought I was running late and I was like, oh, maybe I don't have time to do this final rep. And I was like, no, I've committed. I know how I do one thing is how I do everything. I have the time. So I did it. And I'm so glad I did because this, yeah, it ripples across in every other area of your life. So in terms of what I'm focusing on, you know, I'm really just starting to get clear on, okay, what is my capacity? What can I actually do? Like I get so ambitious and think I can do 40 things in like an hour and that's just not possible. So getting clear on what is the one project I really want to focus on, put my energy into being okay with saying no like I feel it's so powerful to say no to conserve your energy um I've been such a big advocate of saying no I think I've never been a people pleaser I really a lot of my content I really want to help people not be in this people pleaser Mm -hmm. mode because it just doesn't serve you and it serves you so much more saying yes to you and what fills you up opposed to trying to please you know the opinions of other people so Mm -hmm. yeah honing in simplifying getting real with myself you know I have little at the end of each week I love to have you know like a mini kind of sit down meeting I want to say and really reflecting and being like okay what works this week what didn't work what can I improve um what do I need to change in my routine what worked in my routine like always celebrate the good things in your life um because when you focus on that it just grows so Mm. um, my like my motivation this week was amazing why you know reflecting looking back so yeah kind of peeling back the banana I want to say and just like looking at it and yeah just getting really real with yourself yes it sounds like you're prioritizing a lot at the moment but um all such powerful areas you know and one of the things that you mentioned in there was prioritizing your social life and you did say when you do put fun first and you make that Mm -hmm. space to just do things outside of business your manifestations start to to just happen more and I think the really cool thing about that is is that's the whole process of releasing the how right like if you're wanting to manifest something but yet you're overworking yourself trying to achieve this you're not releasing the how and Mm -hmm. you're not allowing the universe to do its part you're leaning too much into that masculine and losing that balance again that we did speak about and hindering the process but by you stepping out and making space for fun and social life outside of business that's creating that balance that's creating that space for the universe to do its part and to release the how and just trust that it is going to happen and you can have this um you can have these other things whilst also working towards your goals so I absolutely love that yeah, yeah, exactly what you said. It's making that space, having fun and things just happen sooner than you can expect. And I just, I didn't realize this when I was in the moment, I was going into state a lot and just going out with friends and had events and the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting enough time into my business. When in fact, mm-hmm. I'd done so much of the work years and years in advance, weeks before, months before. And like, I was like, no, I've planted the seeds. I'm allowed to have time off to play. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing. And as we do start to wrap up this podcast episode as well, there's one question that I do really want to ask you, which is one that I ask all of my guests. And uh, it's what's one piece of empowering advice that you feel drawn to leave our listeners with today? 
I love this. Okay, my piece of empowering advice is to start with the first step, not the entire staircase. Mm. We so often get so overwhelmed. We have a great idea. We get so far ahead of ourselves and our overwhelm stops us from starting. So if we can just focus on what we can do right now, take that first step and just continue to move forward like that. Beautiful. I absolutely love it. And of course, Isabella, if anyone wants to continue following your journey, learning from you, listening to you, because we know you have a podcast as well, where can everyone find you? I do. So I love to share on my podcast. It's called Start Somewhere. And also my personal Instagram, Isabel Prestia. Say hi to me in either of those two accounts. I also actually haven't dropped this before, but I have an app as well. I'm working on an app called Sala Wellness, which is where I am a meditation teacher. I've co-created this app with two other people so if you want to listen to my meditations you can go in sala if you want to listen to the podcast listen to start somewhere and if you just want to say hey and explore working with me more just jump onto my instagram absolutely love it and congratulations on being a co-creator on an app that is so epic uh, obviously that's such a big project to you put underway and to create and all of that so incredible we'll have to put the links for all of them into the episode description so people can find you with absolute ease but thank you so much for coming on and having this chat with me today I've absolutely loved talking to you I always love talking to you I feel like we're very aligned in so many ways that it's just really fun to be able to bounce off each other's energy and dive into these sorts of conversations. So thank you so much. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.